Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, it's Suze McLeod here with the Village Church Q&A podcast. And Pastor Michael, today we're talking about talking to kids. This is one of my favorite topics because I was a teacher, you know that, for four or five years. So here's the question. How do I talk to my kids about this, this coronavirus and other perceived threats? Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Tell me what have you experienced with parents mm-hmm. talking to their kids about difficult things? The There's two there's two kinds of parents. There's the mm-hmm. parents who are very blunt, honest. Are They're the ones that say, I teach them everything before someone else can teach them it wrong. Yep. Right. I'm going to give them the biblical perspective. And then there's the parent. And this parent is not... not um, I want to be careful. They're not not trying to give them the biblical perspective. This other yep. parent is going, I'm not going to say anything because they don't know. Yep. And I'm like, oh, they know. Yeah. I've seen this around divorce a lot. And in younger kids, six, seven years old, they're like, they don't really know. And I'm mm. like, oh, yeah, they know something's wrong. They can't always put the words to it, right? So yep. you have kids at home that know something's going on because school was canceled and it's our job to put the words to it and give them God's God's yep. truth on the matter. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I, you hit the nail on the head. There's preventative parents and there's reactive parents. Mm. And again, nobody's trying to be bad. Nope, they're um, all doing their best. And the reactive parents are like, well, I don't want to introduce them to the concepts sooner than they need to be. And the preventative parents are like, but if you don't, someone else will. Mm-hmm. And so I strongly lean to the preventative side from mm-hmm. to the point where... Um, I mean, you name it from uh, gender to mm. homosexuality yeah. to all this stuff. Um, from a very young age, we're talking about these kind of things. My kids have interacted with transgender people, and they're trying to get their head around it. And so mm-hmm. we've, we've talked very, again, age appropriate, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we give them moral clarity and boundaries in yes. a way that is honoring the dignity of every human being. Whether or not mm. we do or don't like what they do or think, that doesn't matter. They they deserve respect and honor and love and dignity because they're made in the image of God. Which honors the kid as well, though. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. When you demonize, stigmatize, demoralize, uh, lessen the value of another human being, mm-hmm. that is never good for the kid. Right. Uh, that's never good. So to elevate everyone's dignity, again, like you could be my best friend. It doesn't mean I like everything you do or believe, but man, I can love you to pieces. And mm-hmm. um, that's mm-hmm. Christians are really good about having relationships with people that we love that we don't agree with. Yeah. Uh, that's like a, a unique thing. But with our kids, there's reactive or preventative. And I think this is a time where I'm going to lean into the preventative side and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I have a few simple rules for my kids. And um, Suze, I'll throw these out there and you can, yeah. you can agree, disagree, clarify. Number yeah. one, tell the truth. Uh, doesn't do them any good to be lied to. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to find that out eventually, and then their trust in you and their confidence in you will go down later. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to tell them every aspect of all the truth. No. So if I, you know, my nine-year-old, she's like, what's corona? And I, and I don't tell her it's a virus. It's like the flu. Yep. And it really doesn't affect kids. So you might get a little sniffle or a fever, and it'll be gone. But you're used to this. It's no big deal. But it's really dangerous for old people. Mm-hmm. So let's take some time and pray for them and encourage them. And if you got a little sickness, let us know so that we don't go around them. You know, yep. Um, that's a true statement. I'm not telling them. Well, here's slowly what happens. I'm not going into those dark details right. with them because it's not important. And then I'll tell them the flu also does this. 
This is a little more aggressive, not a lot, mm-hmm. but a little more aggressive. So we're just trying to be really cautious and protective. Mm-hmm. Another question I could think a child would ask is, why is school canceled? Yeah. Why Why is this happening? Why is there, are they out of food at the grocery store? I'm thinking yeah. of the normal things that a kid is observing yep. that they're going to ask you. Yeah, you tell them the truth. We're kind of shutting things down for a month yep. as a country. And by the end of the month, we're going to kind of go back to normal. You guys are going to go back to school. Yep. And uh, this is just a way to protect people, mm-hmm. which is what it is. Now, there might be, you know, some sinister people somewhere in government, the upper echelons of the world doing weird, dark things. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, our motivation is to protect people. And so I'm, I'm just, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, know your vocab. It's mm-hmm. a virus. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yep. Unless what you're a virus vulnerable. does to the body. Yeah. Gives you a temperature, makes you ache a little bit. The kids know those things too. So you tell them. You tell them. They already have yeah. the flu. They already yeah. know what this stuff is. Yep. So it's a virus. It's, it's This is not Ebola. This is not that. Thank yeah. God. I mean, yeah. that would be a different world. I mean, even a great thing is to talk to your kid about what, how God makes the body respond in sickness because yep. it's incredible how he's created us Amazing. to fight sickness yep. and to live through it. Even the idea that when your temperature goes up, um, your temperature is going up to kill viruses because they live at a certain temperature. Yes. And when your body gets up to 102, 103 degrees, right. it's actually killing off these viruses. It's pretty right. amazing how... Right. Even your temperature is a designed by God yep. to facilitate the killing of these viruses. It's cool. Right. And I could see a child who is more worried mm-hmm. and a child more anxiety ridden than a, and another child who just could care less. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. So just being aware of your temperaments in your kids. Yep. But also our job as parents, I just find this every day. It's to take all fear and dispel fear. Mm. My job is to say that's nothing to be afraid of. Yep. Whatever the the matter is. Or my job is to say, yeah, crossing the street is something to fear because it's not safe all the time. So we're teaching our kids where fear lies and what is the important stuff to be afraid of. Yep. And and there's good opportunities whether or not you're teaching the words like anxiety mm. and fear. I'm afraid mm-hmm. of when I when I stand next to a cliff with no barrier, my heart beats and I start to sweat and that's appropriate. My body is saying back up. Right. But all the what ifs of the future that have Yeah. That aren't even here are real. That's anxiety. We can we can let that go, which brings us to the next one, which is model. First mm-hmm. Timothy chapter two, verse two, where uh, we talked about this on Monday, but the apostle Paul is telling Timothy to pray. Mm-hmm. And after you pray, here's the kind of life that we are to lead. He says, we may lead a peaceful life, mm-hmm. meaning we're not filled with anxiety, uh, a quiet life, which is not meaning a lack of words. What it means is a lack of flurriedness. Mm. Um, a godly life, meaning we look at God's word and we just say, we're going to align our behavior and our thoughts with that. Yeah. And then a dignified life. And then he says, mm. you do this in every way. You look at every part of your life and you ask, is it peaceful? Mm. Is it flurried? Is it godly? Is it in line with God's word? Is it dignified? Like, Do people right. look at that and say, that is respectable? Yep. You show me cool and chaos, calm and chaos, that's dignified. Mm-hmm. I love watching um, when... Uh, there's drama trauma. That's just my word of the month. Yeah. Who is calm in right. chaos yeah. is dignified. Yeah. It's respectable. Yeah. Because there's always the majority's freaking out. Yeah. And so what we do with our kids, though, is we model peace, non-flurried, God's word, and we're dignified. We're, yeah. we're calm in the crazy. A few weeks ago at church, there was something going on and there was so much peace in the mm. foyer during during a crisis type of event, the chaos yeah. of someone being hurt potentially. In a service. Yeah. Lot, like in and the middle of a worship service. I just was like, Lord, you're amazing yep. that God can bring peace mm. in a storm. 
Yep. Which he did in the Bible. We totally. saw it actively. Yep. So, or we read about it. And the story is the one of the founders of our church um, passed out. We thought he was dead in the middle of service, landed on the ground. And, mm. and our, our security teams rose up, mm. cared for them. We prayed. There yeah. was calm. It was fine. Yeah. And the people were not r- r- frantically running around. No one was frantic. Even yeah. when a couple of weeks before we had uh, the fire alarms go off in both of our it services. It actually was the same thing. Everybody, yeah. just the level of calm. But that's mm-hmm. that's dignified. Yeah. That's what the people And that's what do. Christ gives us to be. Yep. So last one, teach your kids to pray and to serve those who are in need. So just take time with them every day and just say, hey, we're going to pray for different people in our life. Mm-hmm. Pray for God's protection. Pray yep. for wisdom for our leaders. Um, and and when you pray, pray with optimism because we mm-hmm. are an optimistic people. Yeah. Um, we are not a doom and gloom kind of people. We mm-hmm. we believe the Lord can do anything. Um, and so we we pray in a way that gives our kids that kind of spirit. Yeah. Let's, when we're out in public, if we are out in public with our kids, let's be conscious of how we're treating others. Our kids are watching. They're watching. I think of my three and a half year old is super in tune to emotions. So he's, when, um, when we canceled, what did we cancel? Oh, we canceled a vision dinner or postponed it. And mm-hmm. he was watching me on the phone during that and came up and started rubbing my back. Oh my well, goodness. Well, because I was sad. Because oh I'm an gosh. extrovert I and know. I was so excited. Oh, I, oh my gosh. I had three events like yeah. postponed all. And I was like, I love all of them. And I'm I like, know. ah. It was so painful. And each one I'm like, I'm going. If it's not canceled, right. I am going. And unfortunately, going. I had to make the decision oh, on all of them. That's right. You know, it was yeah. me and a couple people. But I'm yeah. like at the helm and I'm like, oh, yeah. I hate these decisions because I love all these things. Like, right. I don't want to cancel church tomorrow. Like, oh, there's know. nothing I like more than worshiping with our, our people. I was going. You know? Yeah, I know. Ugh. So all I'm saying is though your kids are watching you. They're watching your demeanor. They're watching your spirit. They're watching how you protect and serve all of those people around you. Uh, just like they watch how you drive every day, which is super <laughs> convicting. <laughs> but, get out of my way. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on. So in the next podcast, we're going to address, is the church giving in to the government by suspending worship services? Mm-hmm.